everyone. Welcome back. Today is episode six of the Slay in Your Lane podcast. And today we are going to talk about setting realistic goals that are attainable, that work, and that you can achieve. So let's get to the show. Welcome to the Slay in Your Lane podcast, where you will learn what really goes into becoming a girl boss in an entrepreneurial generation. Each week, we will work towards achieving our goals and living our best lives. Our host, Bria, will work with us to turn dreams into reality. At age 21, Bria founded a nonprofit, started a business, and created a podcast, just to name a few. She serves as her college class president and does it all while being a triple science major. Now, she wants to teach other young entrepreneurs what really goes on behind the scenes and how to manage it all while being in college, working full-time, or keeping up with a busy life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are going to talk all about goal setting. So by nature, we are constantly wanting to improve our lives. That is just human nature, to want to have a better life for ourselves, for our family, for our friends, for those surrounding us. But a big part of that is setting goals and being ambitious. But unfortunately, not many of us know how to set achievable and realistic goals that will work in the long term. A lot of us only want immediate results. A lot of time that doesn't work. Or sometimes we set goals too big and we can't achieve them. So today we are going to talk all about that. One of the most common goal setting practices that's in different corporations across the United States and across the world is the goal setting practice that was initially started by General Motors back, I think it was in the 1970s or 1980s. You may have to fact check me on that. Actually, the number 1984 is like coming up. It might just be because of the book, but that number is popping up in my head right now. So one of the most common goal setting practices that was set by General Motors was called SMART goals and I'm sure you heard of them because a lot of people adopted them. I'm pretty sure even schools adopted them and they created it after a study showing the specific criteria that is required to set realistic and achievable goals and General Motors set it in hoping that their employees would set goals for themselves and ultimately improve the company from the ground up. Unfortunately, SMART goals aren't necessarily good goals. So SMART goals stand for the acronym Specific, Measurable, Assignable, Relevant, and Time-Based. And when they started doing the SMART goals, they had the employees set their own goals and meet with their employers to talk to them about their goals. And whenever the time was up or the quarter was up, they would speak to their employers about their SMART goals and whether or not they achieved them or not in that quarter. Now, this wasn't for any specific employee. It wasn't for... Um, specific entry-level employees or managers or anything like that. Every single level of General Motors had to set SMART goals. And I still see all the time SMART goals that are being recommended on Instagram and Facebook and showing you how to set your goals. And I thought that it was a great idea until I read Smarter, Faster, Better by Charles Din. And what it says is that 
over time, they did psych, uh, General Motors hired a team of psychologists to see whether or not it worked over long term, and it did not work long term. And the reason it did not work long term is because they set two specific goals that was too attainable and too measurable and too time-based. So they were setting small goals. So instead of if I said I want to clean my entire house, it would be I'm going to make my bed within five minutes. And yes, that is attainable, that is achievable, that is an accomplishment in its own. But to do that every day and form that habit, of course habits are major and they're great and I love the book Make Your Bed, but to do that every day, you're not seeing drastic improvement over the long term. You're just feeling good about yourself because you're checking off another box on your goals. So that's basically the equivalent of writing something you already did on your checklist just to have the feeling of checking it off. That is essentially what SMART goals are doing in the long term. And psychologists studied it for several decades, and that was actually the results. And I don't think a lot of people know that because I still see the SMART goals everywhere. Um, SMART goals do work in small, specific things, or if you want to create habits, I think it's great for creating habits. But to see long-term improvement and to set some major goals and to work towards those goals, I think that there is better methods than just the SMART goal method. A great way of how you should think about your goals is to think about them as a plan. You don't have a goal, you have a plan. A goal without a plan is essentially a wish. It does not mean anything. If you don't have a plan to achieve your goals, it is never going to happen. So you need to understand the who, the what, the where. Bring back that elementary school and the five W's. So we kind of have to go back to that and really set our goals that way. So there is the danger of setting two small goals. If you set two small goals, you're never going to get where you really want to get to. And the opposite of that is to set two large goals, which I think is more common than setting the more realistic goals, is people setting these crazy goals, saying to someone, you should run a marathon, and they've never ran one mile to begin with, and they are going to run that marathon in the next week. That is a crazy, unrealistic goal, and that person's probably going to give up. Or to tell someone to train for a marathon and they've never ran a day in their life and the marathon's a month away, that's still a huge goal and realistically they're in the same spot of, as the person that's never ran because that is a major goal and they are more than likely going to give up especially if they don't have a habit formed. Another thing is we expect too much of ourselves not even over a month goal or a week goal but a daily goal or an hourly goal. Of course to choose hourly goals may be a little bit much for most people and I think that no one really has to write down their hourly goal it's more in their head than anything but to write down a daily goal is really important so the biggest goal setting tip that I have ever found anywhere has have had to be in organize today tomorrow and organize today tomorrow you choose one major goal for the day and that is your one must so you have one thing that you have to absolutely without a doubt get done and then you have three goals that you really want to get done you have three priorities over everything 
but they are not your one must. It would be great if you got all of them done. That is what you were striving to do, but you really just have one must and three priorities, and they are a bit of a reach. So they're a bit more of a reach than just making your bed. They're a bit more of a reach than cleaning up or grabbing the mail or putting out the trash. It is something I clearly have chores on my mind because my room, I'm looking at it right now, it is a complete disaster zone and it is completely disgusting and I'm kind of mad at myself. But the moral of the story is try to set them a little bit more than you did yesterday. So I'm a runner and I'm training for a marathon right now. So my goal yesterday was to run six miles but my goal tomorrow is to run seven and that's going to be one of my three priorities it's not going to be my one must but it's going to be my three priorities but my one must might be to record a new podcast and put it out because I haven't recorded one in a while so that is my one must I must get that done before I go to bed no matter what and then my second priority would be to run the seven miles so that way by the end of the week if my goal was to release five different podcasts I would have five done and not only that if I just worked to run and run that uh run and train for that marathon I would be way better than I was last week so it's gradual improvements so I highly suggest setting one must goal for the day and three priority goals because this has absolutely changed the way I thought about goal setting before I was setting way too huge of goals I would say let's run eight miles one day randomly and I hadn't ran in a while or I would say I want to release a whole new podcast like completely new brand new album cover everything in one day or one weekend and I would set these huge goals for myself but I wouldn't do it gradually but once I found organized today tomorrow in that book it is amazing highly suggest it I reference it all the time just to make sure I'm doing everything right and they have worksheets at the end of the chapters it's fantastic definitely check it out so in that book if you follow it you will change the way that you think about goals in the long run instead of just saying your monthly goals that are too realistic that you're probably not going to get done because you're not working on them daily if you set the one must and three priorities you are going to set gradual and increasingly push yourself daily instead of setting a huge long-term goal or setting two short-term goals that's daily so the more short-term would probably be the daily or the weekly tasks because you would underestimate how much you could really get done so I think people really overestimate how much they can get done in a month and really underestimate how far they can go in a year. And I've, okay, I admit I got that from Instagram, but I think it's so true because I would not think I would have released a podcast or do any of the projects a year ago that I did. I underestimated myself in the long term, but I overestimated myself for the time I was going to launch the podcast or I overestimated myself for the time I'm planning on writing a book. So it's stuff like that. So definitely stick with the one priority or one must and three priorities because it forces you to think about your days rather than your huge months and it allows you to tackle goals close up and personal and think about them daily and also look at them daily and write them down because you are like 90 something percent more likely to achieve your goals once you're done I think it's 94 94 96 percent something like that so what you really need to do is 
find your purpose just like the first episode and then once you find your purpose and you find out what you really want to do and how you want to get there you have to make a plan so once you make a plan you can figure out how to turn that wish into a goal and into something tangible if you can think it you can hold it so always remember that if it's in your mind you can hold it in your hands so set that plan set that goals and then achieve them daily and set your one must and your three priorities and you'll be achieving your goals in no time it is my method to set goals and it has been pretty foolproof because i am a major procrastinator and i've definitely struggled with procrastinating and getting too anxious over huge projects or huge launches or anything like that and setting that daily goals has really helped me with overcoming the procrastination and other things that I struggle with daily. If you hop over to my Instagram, at JustBria, that is J-U-S-T-B-R-I-A-E, you will see my planner, a bazillion pictures of my planner, because I love to plan and I love to be organized and I love planning my goals. And in my planner, I have my monthly, I have my weekly, and I have my daily goals. And you will see in the pictures on my stories, on my story highlights, on my profile, you will see my one must and my three priorities right on there. It is something I really stick by and it has worked great. So if you want to hop on there and look at that, go right ahead. I will see you next time.